in case you missed it, my book Anatomy of Abundance hit the market and it is officially an Amazon bestseller. We couldn't have done it without your help. Thank you for being here and supporting me. If you haven't picked up your copy, pick it up today. Learn how to transcend the limits of scarcity and rewrite your life's narrative, transforming it into a story of boundless prosperity and fulfillment with Anatomy of Abundance. Join renowned author Petrina Wisdom and 16 Brilliant Minds on a Transformative Journey. Discover awe-inspiring narratives and empowering strategies to attain abundance in relationships, career, health, and wealth. Every purchase breathes life into a remarkable cause, donating book proceeds to the Shine Organization. Shine Organization empowers sex trafficking survivors to break free from scarcity, fear, and past traumas, and boldly create their own unique path to abundance through entrepreneurship. Buy your copy today. You're listening to Fuck Being Stuck, the podcast where we spotlight women who've gone from managing to mastering life's challenges and the badass practitioners that are changing the way we heal. I'm Dr. Sabrina Nicole, psychologist, coach, author, and speaker. But more importantly, I'm a woman who had my own journey to mastering chronic pain. You don't need to be stuck anymore. Fuck that. Hello there. I'm so excited you're joining me today. Today's episode is all about the journey from infertility to fertility. And my guest today is Ashley Holmes. She's the CEO and founder of Holistic Fertility Coach, Inc. She helps women struggling with infertility to conceive with ease using holistic practices. And she customizes one-to-one programs that bring mind, body, and spirit back into balance and alignment. She believes that no one should struggle silently alone while trying to conceive, and that embracing your health and wellness creates a positive ripple effect in your life. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Oh, boy. Where do we start? Where do we start about this whole journey? Because <laughs> it really is all about the journey. It is. It is a journey. And sometimes it can be a very challenging and trying journey. And I think Learning to embrace wherever you are is a practice, and sometimes the deepest growth and the deepest learning is in those trying and challenging moments. Absolutely. So how did you get started with holistic fertility coach? Like, I'm sure that wasn't your training. Like, you didn't go to school to be a holistic fertility coach. That was created. So talk about the process of, you know, what, what were you doing at first? Really, I use my own personal experience to birth my business and went from just being a yoga teacher to COVID happening and knowing that I had conceived naturally by applying all these practices and principles and ancient wisdom that I hadn't been embodying before and knowing that that is what allowed me to conceive with ease and to conceive naturally versus going the hard route and using a clinic and taking a long time. I did it both ways. And I say that, you know, I would choose the easy way forevermore. Wow. So at first you went to a, a traditional clinic. Was that your first? Okay. Yes. And then what did you find or what yes. went on at the clinic that made you think, I don't know about this. This can't be it. I went there, this was over a decade ago. So, you know, over a decade ago, that's what I thought my only option was. I thought that was only possibility for me. And 
I conceived twins finally, but it took a very long time and it was a very long process. And I had unexplained infertility and no answers when I walked away from that and didn't think that I could have any more children on my own. Wow. So what did the doctors tell you was like the, what was their prognosis? What was their, what did they think based on your case? There was none. There was none. Based on my case, all the tests were clear. You know, it showed nothing. You know, I had many, many tests. I had many, many things. And the test showed there was no physical reason why this wasn't happening. And when I finally learned that I'm more than my physical body, then things started to make a lot more sense. Wow. So were you still um, doing the traditional route when you started incorporating alternatives? No, I wasn't really on that path yet, yet I did not feel at that time there was enough support either. You know, you would leave the clinic and be left to your own devices at home. And it wasn't so much the physical part that was a struggle, you know, it was the mental and emotional pieces that go alongside of it, especially when you're incorporating all of these fertility drugs and things that you are not accustomed and used to, to your body, which are foreign and it's a completely sort of out of body experience instead of a inward journey. Wow. So at the doctor's office there was nothing there to address the mental and emotional aspects. There was no social worker or anybody that to help you process that part of it. It was just strictly trying to treat your body and getting your body to do this act. Really I feel like to speed your body along, you know, to sort of make this process happen as quickly and almost unnaturally as possible because before you're even done one protocol, you know, it's on to the next one because that should work by now. You know, we're moving on. This isn't, your body's not doing what we want it to do in this moment yet. So we're going to just stop and continue something else. Wow. So how long were you doing this before you started to um, look into other options? It happens, you know, once my twins were young. I needed a little bit of time for me and I landed on a yoga mat in a karma class once a week and that turned into many, many other things and learning so much about myself, about my body, how it operates, about my energy and just incorporating that and realizing like there is so much more available to us out there that we're oftentimes not tapping into and not using to be in our optimal state of health and wellness. So what type of yoga was it that was the catalyst here? Because there's different types of yoga. The catalyst was was not the hot yoga that I initially <laughs> landed on my mat with. What really made the change and the difference is the yin yoga and the restorative yoga and the practices that were calming and soothing and resetting for my nervous system that I truly needed and that I didn't realize that that's what I needed was not more yang, but more yin. Mm -hmm. So what does that practice look like? Because when some people think of yoga, they think of just the, the physical movements, but you're talking about something a lot deeper than that. It's a lot deeper and it's a lot more introspective where Often women go to acupuncture when they're trying to conceive to help with their fertility. And you can use yin yoga in the same way because it's clearing your meridian lines and your energy channels in the same way. And for myself, I don't love needles. So 
if I can do something in a way that feels good to my mind, body, and spirit, I'm going to choose that. Wow. So did that lead you into being trained in this particular modality? Have you done, what kinds of um, workshops have you done? I am trained in over five kinds of yoga, and it led to, you know, learning about yoga nidra and about chakra balancing and your energetic body and really becoming a Reiki teacher so that I can use all of these modalities to help heal the body and bring it back into a state of equilibrium and harmony because oftentimes we're trying to just do all of the things and often putting ourselves more out of balance rather than coming back into balance and alignment. So talk a little bit about, you said five kinds of yoga. I'm thinking, do I know of the five? Like, wait, I didn't realize, (laughs) you know, I've heard of hot yoga and I don't know what the other name for it is, but like five kinds. So hot yoga can be like Hatha yoga or Ashtanga yoga or Iyengar yoga. It has many, many names and forms and shapes. Often the it's the quick or the hot moving classes where you're just in a pose for a minute, right? You are doing that more for your strength and your stamina and your flexibility from that standpoint. Whereas yin yoga is longer held poses that are getting into the tissues and the ligaments. And sometimes it's very good to incorporate this as you age because as we age we become stiffer things start to seize up so it's very beneficial in that way that don't i know it okay (laughs) so this is this is happening this conversation is happening for a reason (laughs) you need some yin in your life (laughs) restorative yoga is really just a deep rest for the body which is also very supportive for people trying to conceive because you can just land into these poses. There is no stress or tension or engaging the muscles whatsoever. It is just holding this pose and allowing the nervous system and the body to come into a state and place of deep rest because we often are very busy and go, go, go and are spending more time doing than being. So it's really just a reset in that way. And there is therapeutic yoga, which you can use to really address, say, injuries that people have had or to recover from a surgery or something like that. Then therapeutic yoga can be used in that way, as well as Kriya yoga is a little bit similar to Kundalini in a way, but not quite. But just, you know, you can use your breathing. You can use all sorts of things to really affect the energy within your body. Wow. So let's talk a little bit more about the nervous system because I think this is the key to unlocking true health. Is It really is the key. Yeah. So talk a little bit more about that. The nervous system is the key. And, you know, the The practices that I'm offering to these women that are trying to conceive are the practices to help their nervous system, to help their parasympathetic nervous system to come out of, you know, fight or flight mode and to move into rest and digest mode. This is where we want to be. We want to move from the sympathetic state to the parasympathetic state. And 
to stop releasing all of these stress hormones like cortisol, like adrenaline into our system because we are so stressed. And that is like the catch-22 of infertility is it is stressful, but what are you doing with the stress and how is this impacting you? Because it is impacting you. So addressing it and having modalities to use to work through it and to move through it is so beneficial. The modern world bombards our brains with an overwhelming amount of inputs and stressors. Our brains are struggling to adapt. A lack of brain balance means many of us are anxious, looking for energy in the wrong places, and struggling to get a good night's sleep. The solution is BrainTap. BrainTap combines a variety of proven methods that restore balance to your brain for optimal performance of mind and body. This technology communicates directly with your brain so you don't have to do anything. Simply sit back, relax, and push play. Central to BrainTap technology is the concept of brainwave entrainment. The brain will naturally synchronize with external rhythms. And several modalities are used to accomplish this, including binaural beats, isochronic tones, guided visualization, 10-cycle holographic music, and with the BrainTap headset, you'll have the added benefit of light frequencies. The overall benefits of BrainTap include improved clarity, improved quality of sleep, and more energy. Start your brain fitness journey today with a 14-day free trial. Click on the link in the show notes. Wow. So what you're talking about really is just the body really having all that it needs to restore and repair. We just have to be able to learn how to tap in. Yes. It's really, it's tapping in and it's tuning in. And, you know, there is so much sort of emotional upset or upheaval along the way. You know, your hopes are so high and your hopes are dashed. And it's really being able to move through all of that in real time as you are going through it, instead of suppressing and repressing it in your body and holding on to it energetically. You know, there can be a lot of sadness and disappointment and anger and all of these emotions. And those are okay. You know, everything is welcome. But at the same time, we want to not be holding on to all of these things. It's okay that they're there and we can work with them instead of being fearful of them and knowing the fears that are coming up. Like, am I ever going to be a mother? And actually looking at these fears instead of running away from them because they're there, whether we are acknowledging them or not, and they are present and We want to learn what is going on in our subconscious mind. We want to know what is looping on repeat that perhaps isn't serving us and to reframe that into something else that is positive. And it all starts with awareness and observing and, you know, not being so harsh and so judgmental with ourselves and treating ourselves with love and care and compassion. Yeah, it's kind of like you mentioned, you know, hope, the idea of hope. It's almost like trying to turn that hope into believing that there's still some possibility and and at the same time finding peace um, amongst what seems like pieces, you know? Yes, absolutely. Everybody's journey is different. And that's why, you know, I will forever meet people where they are at and their unique experience because we are all different. And 
our life experiences are different and the way that we've held on to things in our body is different. So it's just becoming aware of that and tuning into that. Okay. And so with the program that you created, that's customized, that allows you to meet the person wherever they are and you start where they need to, where you need to start with them through the process of becoming aware. Yes. So oftentimes people find me at a lower point, you know, on their journey, whether they've just experienced a miscarriage or, you know, they've had failed cycles of IVF and, you know, we can't just bypass those things. We sort of need to look at and address and heal what is present for that person and move on from there because, to honor everything that has come before in order to move forward instead of, you know, not looking at it or not addressing it because your heart will be holding on to, you know, all of these things. Yeah. And it also sounds like hard work for you. So you still have to maintain your own practice in order to be able to be present for somebody else who's going through something emotional, heart-wrenching, you know, that, and it, it may even take you back to what you went through initially i think it's it's a privilege to be able to hold mm. safe sacred space for people and it's really what they need right they need someone who is compassionate and empathetic and understands what they're going through and you know what it feels like in that moment but that we can move through that moment and allow it to get us further towards our goal so a part of your program, is it also like a sense of community? Do you ever bring individuals together? I have a Facebook community, so I have created it in order to offer meditations and for people to just land in a safe, sacred space and just be and to receive what they need. And if and when they want to explore things further, that is their choice, but I have other experts come in that offer modalities that aren't my area of expertise or, you know, say nutritionists or theta healers or there's so many things that are available to us. And what I offer may not be what you need in this moment, but maybe somebody else has something that you're like, I could really use that right now. You know, that is what would benefit me right now for where I am in this moment. And it's almost like the work you're doing, although you're focusing on fertility and infertility, that this can translate to other areas of, of their life as well once they learn the, the skills and have the tools. Yes, I have been told, like, everybody should have this information. Everybody should know this. And I was like, yes, I agree, especially from, you know, I use Ayurveda in, in my work. And so it truly allows you to nourish your body in the way that it's designed to be nourished. And this isn't mainstream what is out there, but these are ancient teachings and practices. And Ayurveda is really the science of life and the healing of the mind and the body and to work with the body that you have and to work with the seasons and the elements and to be in tune and in rhythm with nature. And that is what was missing from the the treatment that you were receiving. That that's the missing piece. That's yes, the missing piece. What we feed ourselves is so important, and there is a lot of you know mixed messages out there. I would say of what is healthy, 
definitely is not what is nourishing. Mm. So finding what is nourishing for you, because I had a friend of mine do a live with me who's an Ayurvedic health counselor, and she made herself sick eating salad because salad was healthy before she knew because she is Vata and Vata cannot digest food that is light and airy very well. And she could not eat raw food for 18 months. So what is mainstream? The information that is out there for us is really us being marketed to and is not necessarily in our best interest and our best health sometimes. So it's knowing how your systems are functioning and really being in tune with what is going on internally so that you can make some shifts and changes that are in alignment for you. Wow, that's powerful. Healthy versus nourishing. Wow. That was the topic of our of our conversation because, you know, both of us just want to be screaming this from the rooftops that this is so important, not only for fertility, but for everybody's health and well-being, that what is out there is not necessarily in, and it starts with like food combinations too. There are many, many things that do not go together, that do not digest well together, that do not give you the nutrients that you need, especially if you're trying to bring another life into your world, that these nutrients will not be absorbed, will not be received, and you cannot build from a system that is in lack or a system that is in a state of chronic stress. There's no space, there's no room there. Wow. So what type of doctor would someone go to or type of practitioner to find out how their system, you know, how to best nourish their own system? You can do an Ayurvedic or a dosha quiz to find out, you know, what is, what is most predominant for you? Are you Vata? Are you Pitta? Or are you Kapha? We all have these within us, but typically one is predominant and typically that it's the elements that are within us the most. And those are the elements sometimes that can be putting us out of balance because often we're drawn to things that put us further out of ah. balance. And so for myself, I am pizza and I, so that means I am fire energy and water energy are predominant in me. And so I used to teach hot yoga. That is not optimal for me. That puts me further out of balance. Wow. And spicy food and those types of things are not optimal for me. It doesn't mean I can't do them, but I sometimes used to teach three classes a day. That is not the best thing for my system because I run hot all the time. I don't need more heat in my system and it doesn't make me function or feel my best. Wow. So it's called the dosha quiz? Yeah, find a dosha quiz and find out what, you know, and that's what I do for my clients is I determine their dosha and we go from there because Ayurveda is a lot of information, but it's like I give them what they need to help them to nourish themselves in the most optimal way. And we don't have to focus on everything. We can focus on what you need the most that's going to help you in this moment. Well, I learned something new today. Yes. 
<laughs> I love it. Well, thank you. I love it. Okay. Um, any final words for our listeners? I would love to share that prioritizing yourself and building a healthy, balanced lifestyle for yourself is not going to only help you with fertility, but help you on the other side as well when you have a newborn, when you have a family to really learn to love, nurture and nourish yourself in the best way for you. And also, if you could share how our listeners can get in touch with you, find you on social media. Sure. I am part of a health and wellness platform called Vibely. So if you are just seeking yoga, I have yoga classes there. I do yoga nidra on Vibely and my coaching is on Vibely as well. And that is V-I-B-L-Y. And you can find my Holistic Fertility Coach Facebook group or share it with someone that you know who is struggling because unfortunately, one in six women are struggling and often struggling silently. Wow. So those um, that information will be in the show notes. And I thank you, Ashley, for joining me today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here and to share. And I hope you've all learned something new today. All right, friends, that's it for today. Please subscribe to the show and write us a review. Thanks so much for tuning into Fuck Being Stuck, the podcast. Be sure to check out the show's notes for this episode on www.drsabrinanicole.com and follow us on social media. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. We'll be back next week with more. See you then.